Hey everybody, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we've got a real exciting episode for you. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at Radical Rocks. There were fossils and minerals and rocks and things. There were sand and hills and rain. First thing I found was a geode crystal, quartz with no clouds. Agate was hot and the ground was hard, but the gems were there to be found. See, I've been through the desert, found a rock with no name. Felt good to have in my hand. In the desert, you can find lots of rocks, cause radical rocks are everywhere. Alright guys, we've got a lot of exciting topics for you today. Where is the gold? Um, We're going to talk about that, some studying of the land. We're going to talk about gemstone meetings, properties of gemstones, cleaning them. We'll talk about minerals, rocks, gemstones, crystals, and what the differences are. Uh, Interesting news about Chalcedony. We're going to find about a fossilized creature called or a not a fossilized creature but a modern day creature that actually collects rocks on its teeth it's called affectionately the meatloaf we'll find out about that Uh, we're going to do some topics on other rocks and minerals we're going to look at the rock and gym magazine article that they have out and much much more guys so i want to thank everybody for tuning into the channel um we're in almost 50 countries on our podcast. We thank you for that. And our social media is growing. Go to RadicalRocks.com, RadicalRocks.com, and you will be able to find that. If you look up uh, Radical Rocks on any one of the um, social media groups, we're probably going to pop up. So, And also, same thing with YouTube and uh, podcast. In fact, if you look up Rockhounding, we're about the only podcast that comes up. So share with your friends. Let them know that there is something out here for rocks and minerals and lapidary lovers. And let's get on with the show. Let's get going. First of all, let's talk about Chalcedony. Chalcedony is a beautiful stone. Believe it or not, Chalcedony earrings are a huge growing market. Uh, it's set to grow 5 point, or excuse me, 10.5% by 2025 because of the popularity of these gemstones. This is at the digitaljournal.com. It was published on the 31st. And it says that the market for this is estimated to reach $8.36 billion by 2025. For Chalcedonies. Isn't that amazing? I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what the article says. You can look it up yourself, thedigitaljournal.com, and check that out. I thought that was a pretty interesting statistic. Um, next, we're going to talk about some fossils. At zmescience.com, we find out that a six-year-old boy in the UK finds an ancient fossil in his backyard, and guess what he used? a toy geology kit or a toy archaeological kit. Um, So it says, Good things come to those who dig from Alexerti 
My Crew, was written on May the 28th. She says, uh, this individual is the youngest individual to ever make it into a Fossil Friday story, because that's what she does, is these Fossil Friday stories. But I think there's been some kids even younger than that have found fossils. But he found a fossilized coral, uh, several hundred million years old, they claim, in the family's backyard with this fossil hunting kit that he found. I believe we've reported on this before. Sometimes they revamp these stories. Yeah, we did report on this about a month ago, but they've got some better pictures of the actual find here if you want to check this out. Um, there's some more details to the story about how he dug up these fossils, this odd shape horn coral in his backyard. Very interesting cryonoid uh, specimen that if you like fossils and you like cryonoids, you know what those are. That might be something you want to check out. A cryonoid, actually, if you don't know what it is, kind of a layman's terms, it looks like an umbrella and you pop the umbrella kind of up, straight up and broke it so that it, uh, it's kind of pointing up like a fan. Um, these creatures were uh, plants, sort of, and they still exist today, and they have a digestive tract that will actually swallow and digest other animals. Next, we have a man who traveled across the country to mine diamonds for his girlfriend's engagement ring, and he dug up a 2.2 carat beauty. Um, I think this was reported on about a month ago as well, but the, whole, the story has been uh, re, re-churned again through CNN.com. And uh, Lauren M. Johnson here has uh, updated this on May the 30th. And basically they show this beautiful diamond that was mined at the Crater of the Diamonds uh, Diamond Park. It's a state park in Arkansas in the United States. And he was able to get this diamond and uh, have it uh, shaped and polished for his uh, wife-to-be. It's beautiful yellow and uh, the largest one found at that time. Although bigger ones had been found there, up to four and a half carat uh, diamonds have been found there. And these can be worth hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars if they're big enough, I'm sure. Next, we've got treasure trove of fossils found in the Sierra Nevada foothills by Rich Ibarra. Um, this is about the Sierra Nevada foothills, which is actually in California. The Sierras go all the way from Kern County uh, all the way up to the into uh, through the whole state, basically going north. And um, this find. First off, he found some tree, petrified trees, but now that he's been digging it more and more, there are several of these trees in there. It's a whole forest. Uh, He's found a complete molar from a giant elephant that had four tusks. Um, They've uncovered these uh, giant elephant-like animals with four tusks, rhinoceros, rhinoceros, camels, before camels had humps, uh, mastodon skulls, tusks, teeth, all sorts of thing, and even some fish fossils. You can look that up at capradio.org and uh, under treasure trove of fossils found in Sierra Nevada foothills. And they're saying that besides the La Brea tar pits, this is probably the biggest find yet in California. So we'll have to see how that turns out. Now, this creature is called meatloaf. It is a mollusk. 
What is a mollusk have to do with rocks and minerals? Um, this is not a fossil, but there's a rare mineral from rocks found in this mollusk's teeth. If you go to uh, miragenews.com, M-I-R-A-G-E news.com, you can see this article came out on the 1st, and it talks about um, this metal, this rare metal hidden inside the teeth of a Chilton, which is a large mollusk found along rocky coastlines. Now, before this surprise, the iron mineral called Santa Barbarite had only been documented in rocks. So, interestingly, this mollusk, his tooth, is on like a, I guess, a prehensile type tongue. And this tooth is on there. Uh, it's a bio-inspired, uh, let's see, see. The Chilton teeth, the researchers developed a bio-inspired ink for 3D printing the ultra-hard, stiff, and durable materials. This material has only been observed in geological specimens in very tiny amounts and has never been before seen in a biological context. In other words, in an animal. We might think how tough these teeth are um, without a lot of weight. What happens is the creature uses his tongue and sweeps it back and forth to scrape off algae and things like that that are on rocks so that they have food. So very interesting, studying this creature, which is sometimes affectionately referred to as the wandering meatloaf, because it kind of looks like a hunk of meatloaf. So there's that in the news. Rare iron mineral there that can be collected on this uh, interesting creature. Hopefully nobody uh, mines them to extinction. Now... Fire Mountain Gems has always interesting articles that they send out all the time. You can sign up for their newsletter. I have, um, they will send out topics sometimes on jewelry making, wire wrapping, care of gemstones, things like this. This particular article came out on their last newsletter. Uh, you can look it up at firemountaingems.com. Under gemstone meanings and resources, hey, the coffee's done. <laughs> Um, and it is literally listed with hundreds of gemstones. Hundreds. Uh, A through Z, you can go through this. So you want to look this up. Mount, uh, FireMountainGems.com. Gemstone meanings uh, under resources. And just any one of these stones you can look at. Now they are talking about the meaning of the stone. Uh, they do go into metaphysical properties. They talk about, uh, is there other green gems besides emeralds? They also have proper care and cleaning of hundreds of gemstones. So you can find out the meaning and powers or properties and powers of everything from amethyst to zoisite. Plus they have uh, gorgeous design ideas too. So if this is something you want to check out, I'm just going to give you a list of some of the rocks that are in gemstones that are listed in here. Um, we've got agate, blue lace agate. Um, you've got, and each one of these has a clickable thing where you can read more. They've got a little blurb on, you know, agate gemstones were originally used as amulets of healing, soft blue color. No surprise, the blue lace agate is said to be a soothing stone. And then you read into it and it'll tell you how to take care of it and things like that. Now there's blue agate here. They've got a picture of blue agate. Very beautiful. 
They've got Bots Botswana agate, which is kind of a banded agate, brown and white uh, bands. You got crazy lace agate uh, in green, yellow, and traditional brown hues. You've got fossil agate. Um, looks like a bracated agate to me. They've got green agate here. Really beautiful uh, green agate. you got to check this out. There's one that's banded that's just got grays and greens in it. Spectacular. Uh, you've got moss agate. You've got the tree agate. You've got white agate. There's amzonite. Um, amzonite has been a treasure since the time of the Egyptians. There's even stories of ancient Amazon or Amazonian women warriors using amzonite to adorn their shields, uh, probably before they killed a bunch of people, right? <laughs> amber, um, meaning of the uh, meaning and properties. You got amethyst. Um, we've got ametrine. Beautiful purples with uh, some browns, kind of a citrine, an amethyst and citrine combination that can occur. Um, you got ammonites and gem quality ammonites. Uh, that, of course, is a fossil. You've got uh, amphalite, which actually is uh, something we're going to talk about a little bit later. Amphalite, sometimes uh, referred to as hornbill blend, is uh, said to help balance the dual natures of individuals who wear jewelry, blah, 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 okay? Um, andalusite, you got andesine, you've got angelite, which is a beautiful light blue. Um, we've got apatite, which is really pretty uh, kind of aqua blue. And then aquamarine, which is a little bit lighter uh, blue shade. You've got aragonite, um, and it comes in many different colors. Um, autumn, hickorite. You've got adventurine in green, blue, brown, and uh, orange. Azurite malachite blend. Burl, um, black silkstone, real pretty white with uh, like veins through it. Black stone, just a black, jet black stone that takes a, a decent polish. Bloodstone, which is typically green with reds. Um, bronzite. Uh, while bronzite may appear mundane when not polished, bronzite is truly a beautiful gemstone uh, with brightly colored golden flecks or flakes. Calcite, they've got a yellow calcite here. Of course, calcite comes in several different colors. Uh, carnelian, beautiful reds and orange. Chalcedony, they have here in reds, greens, purples, and whites. Um, Charite, beautiful purple gemstone uh, out of Russia, I believe. Um, maybe, yeah, it's out of Russia. Uh, chrome, chrome dopsite, beautiful green gemstone. Chrysanthemum stone, a beautiful, I have some of this. Actually, I have some on my website, I think, for sale. Uh, chrysanthemum stone, beautiful gemstone. Chrysocolla, of course, in uh, dark greens and blues. They have some white here, which I didn't know Chrysocolla could be white, but seems like it would fall apart. Chrysophase, beautiful gemstone of green with uh, an opalescent uh, kind of uh, hue to it. Cinnabar, um, careful, it's poison. Uh, <laughs> uh, cinnabar, you've got citrine, coral. Different types of coral here, red coral, corundum, 
which is courseware rubies and sapphires, but corundum comes in a variety of colors at lower grades. Crazy Horse Stone, which is the calcite. Cubic Zirconium. A lot of people used to think Cubic Zirconium was fake. Um, no, uh, zir zircon, zircon or Zirconia is a natural occurring gemstone. Uh, cooperite, uh, greenish color typically with browns. Diamonds, Dumerite, which is uh, sometimes called desert lapis. Emeralds, Feldspar, which actually can uh, make some nice gemstones, a brown, orange. Uh, also, there's a white with black speckle variety. Fluorite comes in a variety of colors from purples, blues, greens, whites, yellows. Fossil coral, uh, garnets, of course, reds, um, hues of red, oranges, all kinds of garnets. Um, gaspite, oh, gaspite, gaspite, meanings and properties. A rare mineral that is found in only a few places. Let's read more on that. That's one I have not seen. We'll see if it pops up or not. Um, goldstone, which is uh, a man-made stone. Gaspite here is a rare mineral found only in a few places. Discovered in Quebec, Canada. Gaspite is a bright yellow to apple green color with brownish veining. Considered only a uh, gunge mineral, a stone which contains a metal oral in its makeup, but a metal that cannot be visibly extracted from it. Um, so I guess it's a super low-grade ore that's just not worth it. Um, Similarly, dyed forms of magnesium, which are related to the gemstone mineral, but its density is higher, similar to that of a garnet. A garnet, its hardness closer to that of apatite, most commonly shaped into cabochons and larger stones. Um, looks like it's about 4.5 to 5 on the hardness scale, so decent. Found in Australia, Greece, Italy, South Africa, the state of New Mexico in the United States. Um, it is one of the newer gemstones on the market. The presence of gaspite indicate, uh, indicates to the mining community that the area contains nickel-rich minerals. Artistically, this brittle stone displays perfect cleavage in three directions, making it easy to cut and sensitive to impact. Of course, you don't want to drop it. They've got designing uh, tips. So you can see when you open up one of these, like I just did, and look at the details of the stone, it gives you quite a bit of stuff there. It talks about specific gravity, um, cleavage. So you get a lot of detail when you click these individual rocks that are here on this, um, this website that we're talking about. Um, Goshenite, which is kind of a clear, colorless uh, burl. Um, many others man it just goes on and on halite i mean i'm skipping through now halite jade white jade uh nephrite jade uh new jade um autumn jade uh, jasper brocaded jasper dalmatian which is with dots dalmatian maybe it's dalmatian i thought it would be t i o n but it's t a i n um, fancy jasper, flowering jasper, leopard skin jasper, uh, mookite jasper out of Australia, real pretty, um, peridot jasper, Picasso jasper, pitcher jasper, rainbow jasper, um, red creek jasper, 
red jasper with bands and colorization, silver leaf jasper, tiger skin jasper, white jasper, zebra jasper, um, jet, kunzite, kyanite, labradite, lapis, larimar, beautiful blue, lava beads, uh, lepidite, beautiful purple color, uh, magnesite, white colored also, um, sometimes sold as white turquoise, magnetite, malachite, red malachite, different types of marble, marcasite, mica, moldavite, which we know comes from outer space. Uh, they say it's green. Moonstone pink, moonstone multicolor, moonstone rainbow, moonstone silver, moonstone white, uh, morganite, beautiful pink, mother of pearl, obsidian onyx, obsidian, all kinds of obsidian, all kinds of opals, it just goes on and on and on and on. Quartz, a dozen kinds of quartz, rhodochrosite, rhodonite, rhyolite. Wow, guys, it just goes on and on and on with the information. Tigerite, topaz, verisite, getting down to the end, zoisite, zircon. So we didn't hit them all, but that's a lot of them. There is just so many types of rocks and minerals and you can go to fire mountain gems gemstone meanings and look at this um, they sell a lot of these in bead fashion and uh, a few cabajons not a ton of cabajons um, unless they've increased their stock now they also have another interesting article from the same place they emailed it to me um, firemountaingems.com minerals rocks gemstones crystals what's the difference and they go into some detail here. Um, we've talked about this topic quite a bit. Um, basically, rocks and stones are pretty much the same. So it's okay to call a rock a stone or a stone a rock. Um, typically, the stone is going to be smaller. A rock can be huge and giant. Um, but you can call either one of them a stone. Crystals, of course, have the formation of a geometric crystal lattice. And then a gemstone is anything that's cut to be worn. Um, it's going across the board. And, of course, uh, minerals are the standard um, definition. you got inorganic elements that have a definite chemical composition and an internal ordered structure such as calcite and quartz. And, of course, you can look at... Um, the table of elements and see all these different minerals and uh, look at the table of minerals and look all that up. Now, let's talk about where is the gold. Now, I get a lot of uh, newsletters and stuff and I go through these. I also get on DuckDuckGo. I look up all sorts of topics for you guys. I go through a lot of garbage. I try to extrapolate things that would be interesting to you and share them with you um, once a week. And this is from the Gold Prospectors Association. Go to goldprospectors.org. Where's the gold? May, June 21, GPM. Hard Rock and Residual Miners Edition by Kevin Hoglin. And what he has here is a picture of a river with um, a bar. The bar is made up of rock and gravel. There's a sandbar. Um, it is hard rock, and we have an A, a B, a C, and a D. Now, when you look at the A, um, the A 
is an eroding bowl quartz. White with very little mineralization. It is a vertical strike. In other words, the ore body is in a vertical position. Then B is crushed slate, dirt, vegetated material that's moving down the bedrock from the upper elevation. And C is what is historically called greenstone, contains only trace amounts of iron and other metallic minerals. And then D is greenstone and quartz contact layer running on the horizontal plane through the area. So, when you look at these, what do you think they are, okay? So, if you were to choose A, which was an eroding bull quartz white vein with very little to no mineralization on the vertical, then you are using a tool that the old timers used to locate an area. The surface bull quartz stands out and is a good locator, but it's only a starting point. You can see it from a distance. Miners would see these areas as jumping off spots to get the right material, to get to the right material that carried the gold. Now if you chose B, which is the crushed slate, dirt, and vegetated material that's moving down the bedrock from the upper elevation, um, then you are placer mining and this is about the residual placer as it moves from the load. If you choose D, I'm skipping C, if you choose D, a greenstone and quartz contact layer running on the horizontal plane of the area, then you have the mindset that all gold is associated with quartz material. The oldest saying about gold is where you find it you will assume D is a spot that most every miner looked at first and then moved on. And if you chose C, which is the greenstone that contains only trace amounts of iron and other metallic minerals, you are a load miner who understands the importance of research before boots on the ground. And that is that. So this particular area that they have was located in the early 1900s and the mining reports from the mining operation listed greenstone as the load material with high values coming from all the mines. Many of these mines are still in operation today working from the same material that first started the strikes. A modern placer miner there's a lot of opportunities in these locations and all the mines in the surrounding area are formed the same way that most load miners have found since the beginning of mining locate the placer and move up the load so what is that greenstone that is the hornblend or the amphalite that uh, schisk a schisk which is very much associated with gold now they don't tell you the area where this is but uh, that is the story and it teaches you a little bit about gold prospecting now, oops, um, what did I just do? Let's see. The searchers. The searchers are a great uh, rock and gym club in Orange County, and they put out a newsletter. And in their newsletter, amongst many other things, they have a field trip. The field trip, it says, uh, is already passed. Um, yep, it's already passed. This is an old one. But it is a cool area in Tarona, 
the Ballarat area where you can get some beautiful gems, um, rock hounding, camping. Um, what else? There was a list here of some of the rocks. Also, they prospect in Clear Creek Management Area uh, on the 15th and the 16th. And they found their plasma agate. Uh, they left Jade Mill campsite and they went rock hounding and found some really good stones there. Plasma agate, hat pins, uh, made in memorabilia. Okay. And then we have, uh, let's see, I didn't get done with this before my wife came home. So we'll try to finish this up. Let's see here. Okay, I had one thing for you to look at, but it's gone. At Rock and Gym, we've got the Mineral of the Week, which is Cornell Tite. Cornet Tite. C-O-R-N-E-T-I-T-E. -E. It's written by Tony Ron on May the 12th. And it's a beautiful blue stone. Um, and the word beautiful describes it as a beautiful deep blue and green shade. Um, it is a copper sulfite and is typically found in the Dominic Republic of the Congo. And of course it would make a nice gemstone and cabochon. It's uh, there if you want to look that up. Rock and gem. And then look up mineral of the week. Cornet. C-O-R-N-E-T-I-T-E. -E. And then we have the last bit of news I'm going to share with you is the Hard Rock Summit 2021. They're debuting a new gemstone, jewelry, minerals, and fossil events in the fall. There's going to be over 400 exhibitions or exhibitors, educational sec uh, sessions, keynote speakers, within two venues. You can find this at diamondworld.net. Diamondworld.net. Um, I don't see any credit to anyone who wrote it. They don't tell you what the new mineral is, but there's going to be over 400 exhibits. It's in Denver, Colorado. It's scheduled for 2021, September 16th through the 21st. There'll be lead uh, Leading trade associations such as American Gym Trade Association, the International Colored Gemstone Association, and others. The Hard Rock Summit is going to have a discussion on me, uh, minerals, fossils, meteorites, gemstones, and jewelry. Uh, there'll be one on Sparkle and Joy on fine gemstones, fine jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, September the 18th through the 21st. And the one on minerals, fossils, mineral, um, meteorites, gemstones, and jewelry is September 16th through the 19th. And that is it. So, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in. Thanks for going to RadicalRocks.com. Remember, rock hounds don't die. They petrify.